Welcome to With It Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Usually each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but today we're doing something a little different. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. Today we're doing another bonus episode. And joining us today to recap LeakyCon 2018 are members of the Leaky BSU, Connie, Portia, and Delia. Yes, Woo! we are here. <laughs> we are out here. We're, we're like so- legit out here. We're so out here, they put us in their promotional material. Like, if, you got a, if you went to LeakyCon and you're listening to this, and you got a leaky email that said, thanks for coming, open up That's that up. email and be like, hey, what's up? I know them. Um, really quick announcements. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Or follow along. You can also tag and follow us at WeBlackAndNerds. And if you would like to become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm, you can do so at BlackGirlsCreate.org slash donate. Um, and if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, or even if you do, rate and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to our newsletter, follow us on social media, join our Slack channel, do all of the things. And there's no news. We will talk about that if it happens in our regular episode, as always. Now, let's get into our LeakyCon recap. Yeah, so we're. I wrote questions just because... Um, I, I was like telling Connie and Robin, like between the five of us, I feel like we were on at least 20 panels um, and some of those overlapped and some of those did not. And it just seems like that's not a lot to go through one by one. Who had never been to a leaky con before? Me. Me who? Delia. There we go. No, this was my first leaky con. It was a great leaky con, but it was my first. And then what were your thoughts about LeakyCon before coming? And this is for all of us, even if it's not your first time. So I, Robin, I have, I have a weird relationship with LeakyCon because um, I like, I look forward to it all year to like all year. I've, this is my third LeakyCon. Mm-hmm. It, it's like now a part of what I do. Um, I, I look forward to it all year and then I get there and then I'm like, oh, when this is over, because it's just so much and being on staff we just have a lot to do and like waking up and go 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 from the time you wake up until the time you're lucky enough to pass out but I was really excited this year because so the first year I went by myself Eliana shout out to Eliana she was there but I didn't it was the first time we'd ever met in person and I didn't know anyone else I knew Mark Oshiro but like I was a fan who he knew existed does that make sense? Like, mm. we wasn't like we knew each other yeah. very well. And then last year was in Dublin, and I was excited because Eliana and Portia and Bayana were also there. So I had I knew that I was going with people that I could like be quiet and decompress with. So I kind of knew what that was going to be like. But then this year we were rolling deep, and I was excited, but I was also like, am I not going to be able to? decompress because even when we're done for the day like we're still gonna have like the bsu you know but i was pleasantly surprised um i had like heard about leaky con but hadn't really given it much thought and also i think it's usually it usually happened far away from wherever i was so i was never like i'm gonna go out of the state to go to LeakyCon by myself and I sort of only had like interesting going because of you Robin um, saying you know let's roll deep 
and then last year it was out of the country and I was like I can't roll that deep so (laughs) 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 it was in the United States uh, where I could attend (laughs) Um, and yeah I hadn't really given it much thought but I sort of knew of Melissa and I I guess I don't think I knew it was hers or um, like connected it too much to the like the OG Harry Potter websites that I had been on back in the day just like as a reader and stuff for me it was a pretty similar experience like I prior to you know finding Hogwarts BSU and wizard team and all that after the black Hogwarts tag or hashtag or whatever trended on Twitter I knew of LeakyCon like I followed it um I used to really want to go when I was a lot younger but I A, I didn't have money. B, I'm not going to go by myself. I didn't have Harry Potter friends like that. And like like Connie said, it was always out of state. And, you know, not feeling like I'd fit in was a big thing when you're going by yourself and you're riding solo. (laughs) So when Bob and Bionna were like, hey, you're interested in being on some panels? I'm like, wait, you're telling me I go to LeakyCon and already have friends? Like, I'm in. I'm down. (laughs) It was weird, though, because... You know, because I followed it, I knew of people. I think Connie was even there. We were, I think, at the podcast channel. And Melissa was on that one. And it, it was just a lot of weird moments where I'm like, oh, I know that person. And then it'd be like, well, duh, she's so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, but I've spent so much time fandom with Jason. I don't know how I know these people. I just know I've seen them places. And it was right. kind of weird sort of out-of-body thing. And that kept happening over the weekend. But it was it was really fun. It was a lot funner in different ways than I expected it would be back before I'd gone. I had said this thing, and I'm going to say it again, because hearing you guys, and, like, I was honestly the same way. Like, I knew it existed. I'd always wanted to go, but I wasn't going to go by myself. And then when we started with our team, I was, it was, like, I don't know, the thing that we always talk about with Wizard Team is, like, how clutch, like, how things have just fallen into place really nicely. Mm-hmm. And so I was turning 30, and I was, like, I have this podcast that I want to like, I want people to know about and I want to go to this, this thing. I've always wanted to go to this thing. And I'm, I was doing that, like not really year. It was my mini year of yes. Like I'm not going to say that I did all all of the things, but it was a mini year of yes. So I was like, I'm terrified of public speaking. So I'm going to do a panel. Um, And and so um, this whole weekend, I was like, I, I walked so we could run. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> I did do it by myself, and it was ter- It wasn't terrible. It was definitely, like, I see the value in this, and this would be awesome if I was not alone. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, and then I want to hear Portia's thoughts, too. Like, I, like, that year when Robin was doing it was the year that I moved to Chicago. So, like, I was like, I can't then be going to cons when I just (laughs) moved right and then like and then on top of it too I think that I had a similar thing where I was like do I really want to go to a Harry Potter convention like because this is when she was going to Leviosa con and I was like do I really want to do that like is that actually going to be a place where I feel like welcome and comfortable and like all that kind of stuff I was like it just doesn't seem like a place that even though we had already started wizard team by that point and like we're you know fully in that like I was just kind of like I don't know, I had some trepidation about it and then she did LeakyCon and I felt I was just jealous that I couldn't be there I was like, this seems really cool and I was like, okay, next year I'm definitely gonna go and then they were like, it's in Dublin and I was like, well shit, I just got off of, like, Robin and I just got off an international like, thing and I was like, okay so how do I get to 
Dublin next year. <laughs> you know, I was like, God damn. Like, I was I remember texting that. you. I was like texting her the whole weekend when it was in LA. And then my and they head, I was like, oh, yeah, it. And I was like, you're doing this like, uh, like, this could be great if you were here. This is good. But this could be great if you were with me. And I was like, just like gassing her up and gassing her up. And they announced it the last night of Leaky Town LA. And I was like, there's some of the bitches in Dublin. Yeah. We just got back from Like literally just got back from London. Like where am I going to find the funds? You know what I mean? To like And Leaky Town LA, like I stayed with our aunt. Like it was, you know, basically at, in my backyard. So that is where I found the funds for that because right. it was not going to happen. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, and so I think that that was kind of my thing coming into it, but because Robin went and like, and then, you know, we ended up being invited to be on staff and stuff. It just made more, like it felt a little bit more like, okay, I can go and like, people are nice and like, it'll be fine. And then we went and it was fun. Um, And shout out to my father for working at an airline. But Portia, what were some of your thoughts about LikiCon before you came? Shouts out to Robin, of course, for being the trailblazer and pioneer she was for us all. Um, she walked so that we could run. <laughs> and next year we're gonna fly. Next year we're gonna dance. Hopefully, we're gonna. Um, <laughs> but um, so, um, I honestly think that I maybe had heard about Leaky content gently over time. Not that I really was, like, in the, again, like, not really was in the Harry Potter fandom that much, but, like, I did, eat, at some point, I used to, like, mess around with MuggleNet, but that was a long time ago, and I think it, I think maybe that, maybe I just knew about it from there, maybe, but I didn't really, I hadn't really, like, thought of that idea or concept, like, of a Harry Potter con for a while, and I think maybe I'd even, like, the first con I ever went to probably was like New York Comic Con, which is really, really large and really scary for like, yeah. an, you know, a lot of oh, it's overwhelming. So it was like through watch, listening to the uh, Wizard Team and to the podcast that I like thought about. I heard Robin talk about her experience, and I also she like for a second or two was uh, working with the HPA, and so that kind of and the HPA is the Harry Potter Alliance. Um, I uh, started volunteering with them as well. And then so I started knowing, like, okay, I have, like, people within the fandom that I could hang out with at different places. Um, And so I ended up, when I went to LeakyCon last year in Dublin, I knew I'd have Bayana and Robin. And I was also working the booth for the HPA. So I had people at the HPA that I could see as well. So it was honestly through having multiple communities that I knew that I could be with, that I knew that I'd be okay at LeakyCon. And this year for Texas, it was just like, oh, it's going to be more fun. It's going to be more people that I know. And um, it's going to be like the crowd is going to be a little different. And being Southern, I was like, oh, what is what are Southern Potterheads like right now? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what were you looking forward to for this LeakyCon like specifically, it was like the one thing that you were. That's it. The BSU. <laughs> That's it. Like honestly, um, so you know, like going out of the state to go to a con is. I mean, I've done it before. I went to San Diego and stuff, but that was also with Robin. Uh, <laughs> Robin's I just am my con a sore. No. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, I'm never going to get this point out. 
Um, but, you know, going out of the state to go to a Harry Potter convention is sort of like, I would never do it if I was going by myself. Um, and, like, if it were in New York, it'd be easier. But, like, knowing that Leaky kind of travels around, it's like, mm, I could get to it if it came around this way at some point. But for to know that, like, I'm going with my, my friends, my cousins, um, was the most exciting part. It was just like... You know, I don't get to see Robin and Bayana very much, but, like, I want to hang out with them, like, all the time, um, which I do digitally, but not in, like, person. So, um, that was part, that was the major thing of it. It was just like, oh, getting to hang with my friends, Cousin Con, uh, part two of the year. And then it was just like, oh, and Porsche's going, and we gonna meet Delia? Oh, snap! And then, like, you know, just the idea of, like, all of us getting to hang out, that we kind of hang out in Slack all the time. Um, was the biggest part for me, and it was sort of like, we could be kind of doing anything else, but we're going to a Harry Potter convention, which just elevates the main reason why I'm excited to hang out. And it's just like, Leaky was the was secondary, and was just the thing that would make us all the happiest in our hangout, because we're in a thing that we're so excited, and like, the reason why we know each other, but Leaky was, Leaky was the secondary part. It was just like, hanging with my friends and meeting um, our community and then like the idea of making new friends and the idea of like showing out that we are here we are forming a community and we're trying to expand that community those were the sort of main draws for me she's such a hufflepuff i was about to say that was such a hufflepuff answer <laughs> i would say yeah like, very, that brings me right back so whenever we made our new friend i'm like she's bringing that same energy back yeah <laughs> oh my god can we just do a quick shout out to danielle who yes. we made we yes. made a friend who was basically like she was she was robin 20 16 and 20 but she was danielle 2018 she's like i'm here i came i don't know but we came with squad she came from new york too and but we came with squad and we were like i would never do (laughs) right and she walked past the hpa booth and portia was doing some portia something and And portia was like one of our panels too before she came to one of our panels and like she looked at the table and was just like hi and i was like hi nice to meet you but there was so like you know like after a yeah and i had to go that was the day where i was back to back yeah we probably had like other things to do so it was just like hi i see your face hey what's up (laughs) but we all have to like move and you know people are thirsty for ribbons and i'm just like here's a here's the thing did you get a ribbon and blah 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 so um we'd seen her there and then i came by when she was talking to portia which might have been the second time she was talking to you i think yeah it was yeah so uh, portia said Portia told me that she said, you ain't alone. <laughs> so what had happened was, way I was down at the law. when I'm at the booth, like I can be, like, I'm a decent saleswoman if I say so myself. <laughs> um, and I can like be chatty even though I'm like introverted. I don't know. I can do, I can do it. When you're in a role, when you're in a very particular position and you know what you're trying right. to say and you have your yeah. mission, it's easy for introverts. It's at least for so me, hard. it's like to like turn into like. This, yeah, like, extrovert yeah. person because I I find myself doing that the same thing. It was just like, and then you go crash. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like sitting there chatting up people at the booth, and uh, Danielle came. Like honestly, all day. I feel like I honestly I joke, but this is like I felt this way a little bit. Like I felt like Harriet Tubman in a way where I was just like, <laughs> oh my I would see people like walk by the booth, and I would like if they were black, I would like look at them and like smile, and they'd be like smiling back or like nod back so and like yeah, extra look like <laughs> we, mm, yeah. we out here, yeah, come by the table, I'll talk. 
Um, and so I'd been doing that like all day, basically. And <laughs> Danielle came by, uh, and like I really had really great conversations with different people. Um, so if anyone's ever interested in volunteering with the booth, it's fun. It's a fun way to meet people if you have the time. Um, but so I was at the booth talking to different people. Danielle came by, started chatting. She said she was there by herself. I was like, uh, what? So I was like, I was like confused. Like you're, you're where, why by yourself? Like from New York, that's a lot. And then, uh, she said she'd gone. I asked her if she'd seen the panels earlier and she was like, yeah, she'd seen, she went to one by one of the panels that was by wizard team, uh, or by black girls create. And I was like, Oh, you should like come by later. If you're like, feeling lonely or whatever you're not here alone like we'll help you like i'll like introduce you to them and then we can all like hang I out and, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then she like it was like the end of the day i didn't even know she's gonna take me up on it but i'm like if you're here by yourself like if yeah. you're not here like you, especially because you were you at can a, come by me and position, i'll like like a, a, st- st- a static position where someone could actually find right you. right so it's like I'll, I'll be right here um, so she came back. I was like, oh, yay. Like, and uh, y'all, like, had come and found y'all were, like, coming for me. And I was like, oh, they're waiting for me. And now I can introduce her to them. Um, and so that's what I did. It was really fun. Um, My I favorite really was when we went to dinner or when we were going to dinner or on our way or whatever. We were leaving the convention center. And she was like, can I come with y'all? And we're like, girl, you are yeah. here. Like, we well, already invited her. You are. You're already here. <laughs> I thought she knew you were coming. I, like I literally was like, I, I, is, are, that's where we going. <laughs> I was a little confused. It was like my first day with the group, but she even at like at that stage after like one whole day, she was like, can can I come with y'all? I was like, yeah, of course you can come. Like this is established. I already know, so you can come. We're <laughs> all on the same page there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I that was kind of one of my favorite things. Just. I think that well, that wasn't my favorite moment, but I just loved the like, like how fam we were. Like we were very much just like, all right, we're out here. Okay, y'all over there, cool, and just like keeping in touch. But also, when it was time to roll out, we all kind of were like, all right, who else is coming? We good? We all I feel together? Like we moved away from what the question was, but I do want to say, did. In I didn't even know what the question what you- was. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was what was your favorite moment overall? No, oh, it was, well, was, no, it was what were you looking forward to? <laughs> Oh yeah, we did that. We did that. No, one I'm the only one who answered that. No, no. Oh, okay. oh maybe. I'm the only yeah, one who answered that. I don't even know. See, see, Robin is doing that. Meanwhile, there was a space for us to have that happen, but she always be jumping the gun, <laughs> not looking Listen. at the question. We're letting it happen organically, which goes back to what I was about to say. I do like how organically it happens. Like I've met Robin and Bayana, but and Portia has met them, and we've. I don't think we. I don't think Robin and Bayana have been in New York at the same time for me and Portia to hang out with the two of them together. Um, and we'd all just met Delia. Um, but you know the five, sort of five of us um, plus Danielle. Plus Darren, who was just, you know, Potter adjacent and just like following us around. You know, he's sort of just like, I'm in it. Yeah. You know, where y'all going to be? One of, he came to one of my panels and I stopped and was like, hey. And then people were like, oh. He right, like looked like, around like, really? And I was like, oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> but like our, our little, you know, Leaky BSU crew from day one was just like, 
in a in a sort of system of like, all right, we know that Robin and Bayana have to do staff duties, plus all the panels they're going to be on, you know, the panels that we were each on, but then it's like, oh, I'm not on a panel, so I'm going to go to their panel, and I, do, I just think that the way that we um, interacted just felt really organic, having not all been together at the same time, plus, you know, adding Danielle and, like, all the, you know, other people that we all got to meet, but, like, our little crew was just, like, a solid well-running machine I think and I really enjoyed that aspect of it too where it's just like it didn't feel new even though we all just met each other Mm -hmm. it felt like we'd been doing this and like had been to cons before like this and no we hadn't as a Hufflepuff who enjoys harmony I was just like we are so harmonious right now (laughs) (laughs) I will say that I did enjoy like that part I loved how quickly it became, like, even, like you said, like, the first day we had finished our, we got off our panels, we'd finished our, like, staff duty, Portia was finishing up at the booth, and we all met at the booth because we knew that Portia was going to be the last one done. It was, like, home team. And then, right, home, it was like, just, home like, location. Right, and, like, even, you know, after, I forget which thing happened. <laughs> One of those days, we were the last ones to finish, and you guys are like, "All right, well, we're down at the lobby." And like, we like, I was talking to someone else on staff, and I was like, "I feel bad. I feel a little bit bad, but not very bad. I don't feel bad enough to change anything I did, but that I didn't talk to anyone on staff that I wasn't like working with at the time, because I would like get done with my stuff and be like, "All right, I gotta go meet Sam." Yeah, like, same, and. And, I, and it was just, like, like you said, it was very organic the way that it happened, but it also just felt so nice to be, like, again, like, one of the things that I was worried about was, like, am I going to have to be on the mm-hmm. whole time? I even had a mini breakdown, like, the first time I ever met Delia, and I'm like, hi, now you know this is what I am, who I am all the time. Like, the breakdown can come at any moment. And I didn't feel, like, normally I would I would then stress about, breaking down in front of a stranger like that for the rest of it. But I just woke up. Maybe I was too tired by that point to give a hoot, but I was just like, she knows. She doesn't know. <laughs> like, you know, but it just felt like familiar very quickly. Yeah. So what were you looking forward to, Robin? <laughs> question. <laughs> I was really looking forward to the Hogwarts BSU panel and Shout out to one of my faves, Ahmad, because I was really, really, really looking forward to Luke Youngblood. But I also was like, I'm a professional and I will not say pop pop. I will not. (laughs) Or at least will not be the first one to say pop pop. And we got through almost that entire panel and no one had. He was like the second last question. Yeah. 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 He was the last question and he ran up there. He told me afterwards, he goes, I had to think of a question because all I really wanted to do. And it happened, and then it was like, I was like, all right, we could go home now. Like, I'm good. (laughs) You be good. And that was also my other favorite thing is that shout out to Eliana who couldn't make it last minute. She was there in spirit. She was there the whole time. 
like the from the time. from you know her we good that I I didn't even experience it in real life but Robin <laughs> expressed you know she recreated the moment from San Diego Comic Con right yeah and you know just day one she re she introduced that to the rest of us and you know obviously we're all on our Beyonce so it was like yeah we good and like you know us being the crew we good and then Eliana um. We were on her panels that she couldn't make, but still wanted to happen. So it was just like her name was on the on the table tents and stuff. And it was just like she is here, you know. And uh, can't wait to roll deep uh, with her in attendance next time, as opposed to just in spirit. And I, I also, that. because of who Eliana is as a person, just kept looking around to see if she would just show up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just be like. I made it happen. I don't know. <laughs> Another way that, like, I'm good, we good, like, reinforce, like, Eliana's spirit in a way was that, like, whenever we were having a moment, like, where that was, like, not even, like, down, down, but just, like, a little down, like, ugh, like, what the F is going on? And it would be like, you know what? I'm good. Are we good? We good. If we're good and I'm good, then we good. And it was just, like, that's a very, like, I remember last year for the Dublin Leaky Con, I, uh, Eliana, Eliana and I just, like, had a moment where we were just, like, chatting it up. I'm like, are we or do we agree on a lot of things? I think we agree on a lot of things. Are we best friends? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might be best friends. Like I think we should like, be best friends. <laughs> right. It's like it's very much like that I'm good, we good like mentality. Like, oh, I'm good, you good, we both good, we good. Like that's very Eliana. Like I had to think of Eliana, I think of that. And so I was like, she's here. Like she's yeah. here. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I was also looking forward to Hogwarts BSU. I like Robin and I had talked about it. And then when I got to pitch it, I was just so juiced. I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and, and, on, and like we were like in the program meeting and they were like, okay, yeah, cool. And I was like, yes, we got this. But we were like, we were getting ready but, to argue our lives. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And I was <laughs> like, yes, we're doing it. And I was just so excited. And then especially because last year, like I got to interview Alfred, but I didn't get to interview Lewis or like we didn't get to like we talked to him like separately from that but not like on a panel or anything um and like luke was there this year so it was cool it's like okay we also get different people to talk to and like get their kind of perspectives on like being in the movie or yeah being in the movies and stuff um so that i was just like excited about that and i was also super excited because i wasn't nervous like i like last year I remember spending like I'm Portia and Robin were there I was like alternating between like having like mad introvert like moments where I was like I have to go to my room and be by myself or I'm gonna scream and then being like okay my stomach though is like flipping over and I can't stop thinking about this one panel when I have like 10 other panels to do and so this time I was like it's gonna happen it's gonna be fun and like we good basically like different feelings for like alfie than you do for luke or well luke. yeah but also that was my first look like put that aside that was, like, <laughs> was my first time like that was also my first time really doing anything like that just general you know and y'all know how i like to prepare right things. and like so i just there was a lot of it was that but then there were also things where i was like I felt like I wasn't as prepared as I should have been. I like was I was like I don't have questions to ask him. Like, what do I do? And then I realized as it was happening that like it was I had it and it was fine. That was also your first leaky, and we didn't, and the first time on staff, so we just didn't know how, how things any, went, how any of it was gonna supposed yeah. to happen, or like, are we doing this? Like, not even like I feel confident. Like, 
with my panels, at least I was like, I feel confident doing panels because I'd done them the year before, but is this how I'm supposed to do them as staff? Like there was none of that this year, which was great. That helped because also like knowing like there are other people on staff who were interviewing other like actors last year. But like from the from what I could glean, because I was like, oh, are we gonna like come up with the questions together? Or do we have like a set n- like type of you know what I mean? I was just like, I don't know. And so when I was starting to realize that nobody else, I was like, do we need to talk about these anymore? And they were like, no, we're good. You just and I was like, okay. And so there was that too, like not knowing like how. So I went and like sat in on um, I can't remember which panel it was, but I like went to a specific panel where there was somebody on staff interviewing cast members because I was like, I want to see how they do it because I don't want to be, you know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, over-preparing because I was so nervous. Whereas, like, this time, because we I had done it before and, like, we knew, I was just like, okay, it's fine. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. That's such okay. a Ravenclaw answer. We are on brand. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, last year, that was, like, it was on main stage. A lot of those cast interviews were, like, side panels. They were, they were what were they? They, like, pop, they the called something when it first No, it was both. They did both last year. They didn't do unplottable programming this year, yes. but it was like they like they would do like the main stage, um, but a lot of them were grouped together. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, but the individual ones would be the unplottable ones. Would be unplottable, yeah. But you're in a, you had an individual you had an individual interview with Alfie on main stage, which was a lot to do your first LeakyCon, you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you did a really great job, though. So I was I was nervous. Shout out to me again because she wasn't in that <laughs> meeting, and yeah, I was I like, Bayan is doing that one. Yeah. And then yeah. afterwards, I was like, I'll get to do an unplottable one, but he didn't do unplottable. <laughs> She did that for me And then when they she wasn't on the one We were talking about Unplottables And I signed her up for that one Yeah I got uh, Luna It worked out Right. Okay anyone else had anything in particular They were looking forward to I feel like we've been on this question for so long And not really on this question at all Looking forward to anything in particular Like honestly Like Robin was talking about how like she had a breakdown and all that stuff, but like to me it wasn't even a thing because I mean not that it wasn't a thing like obviously you were going through it and that's fine, but like I struggle with anxiety a lot, so that happens to me like I go through those things like it's really important that I pull away and stuff. So really actually going into it, even though I was excited, like I was just real stressed. I was like I don't know how this is gonna be for my anxiety. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to handle it all. Like. Am I gonna you have to like? Know any release? of us? You just met us. Yeah, in real life. yeah. I'm like, am I gonna have to like run away? Am I just gonna have to like <laughs> go? Are they are they <laughs> cute? On, are they cute on Slack, but in person, like? Yeah, like I, I had know. No are they actual know. murderers? Like I've never. Been <laughs> I don't know what they're about. And then so on top of that, I'm like doing panels. Never done that before. Never been to LeakyCon before. I'd been to like other conventions before, but nothing like that or to that scale. So it was a lot, and I was really kind of just high key stress and then Eliana couldn't make it and then I was filling in for a lot and I was like cool I don't want to let everybody down I don't want to so it was real stressful but I guess un- underneath all the stress I was real excited just have a voice with my people like I never even though I've been such a Harry Potter fan for so long <laughs> Connie I've been such a Harry Potter fan for so long and so deep in it by myself I never imagined a space where I could be with people talking about it in depth and with the same like enthusiasm that I would always think about these things in my head. So that was real exciting and it exceeded expectations. So that was real great. Uh I want to like point out to you that it's really comforting and sad, both and that like 
there are five people on this panel who are huge Harry Potter fans and have all been like, I was Harry Potter adjacent. Like, I wasn't really part of the fan. I had no one I could talk to about these things. I'm like, okay, we didn't really have the internet the way that we did then, but, like, we could have had each other the whole time, fam. I know. Okay, wait. (laughs) And it's kind of better because we are adults and we at least have some kind of, like, income that we can spend on these things like we don't have to consult our parents right (laughs) and wouldn't have been able to afford to meet y'all so yeah my mom would have have been like uh you're going where exactly i am the first person here and my mom was still like you're doing what now (laughs) yeah i mean like when i went to hang out with um and this is like not harry potter related at all but when i was in new york in um i guess kind of because they were on wizard team that week but when i was in new york and i like went i was like yeah i'm gonna hang out with connie and portia and imani and my mom was like all right and then later she was like so there are real people though and i'm like yeah <laughs> fine and then she met connie and portia and was like oh okay yeah this is okay listen cool. my mom's like, you are my cousin. Like, and i was like i just met you mama like yeah. <laughs> she was just like yeah she's like no i already know but 10 years ago that would have not been a thing my dad still calls you guys my harry potter friends like you're doing it like, you like my harry potter friends no 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 but my dad says it the same way you would say like imaginary friends <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh you're gonna go hang out with your harry potter friends so they're like yeah dad yeah they they breathe air they're here like connie coming for san diego comic-con did so much to like relieve my parents stress about the fact that i'm not just like talking to myself i don't know what they think i'm doing they're like no one cares about this thing but you and bayana Eighteen thousand people also care and at least the at least like 10 of us care in the black sense (laughs) more than 10 obviously but i'm just talking about like our inner crew uh yeah Oh, that was another like highlight. I don't know if we're still on this question, but the Potterheads highlights and what you're looking forward to at this point might as well. What's your favorite moment on the picture? Um, The Potterheads of Color meetup. I was Uh, looking forward to. That made me so happy. I was like coming from a panel, and I was getting like we were still using the Slack and stuff, and Bayard was like, "There's so many black women here," and I was like, "I gotta hurry up." (laughs) People were like trying to talk to me and stuff. I "I gotta go. There's so many black women at the Potterheads of Color meetup. I gotta be there. Yeah, Darren said that he like was ran into you on your way there or something, and that you were just like yelling at black black women, like black women. What's me? No, it wasn't even just black women. It was Indian women. It was Asian women. I was like, nobody's coming to this because I've scared them all away. But I was excited. What were you yelling? You're like, what were you yelling? I was like, where are you going, Potterhead of Color? The meetup is this way. Oh God. <laughs> I can't. Darren was just like, I don't. So maybe we could have five more people, but they got scared. Away. They got scared. No, Darren like, said that there were a lot of people who like turned around looking interested, like what? As they're going down, as they're going up the escalator, the escalator. and y'all are down. I think they were not looking interested so much as like, what is this crazy woman screaming <laughs> at me? Yeah, no, that was, it's so funny because so like Friday was the day I had the most panels and I was like lit, like back to back to the point where like Delia and Connie had to go on an adventure to find me food. Um, but like, but, and I thought that that was going to be like my favorite, like going beforehand, I was like, that's going to be the day that will be, I think the most fun because I'll be on that. Will live in infamy. But like Saturday was, I, there were my least number of panels, but it was like Potterheads of Color, 
Hogwarts BSU, and then the Dumbledore panel, which was just fun because I got to talk about Dumbledore. But like, really, like uh, Potterheads of Color and Hogwarts BSU, I was like, this is like I just get to be it's like, like what black we came and for. Like, yeah, and you know, it was like like, like walking that Potterheads of Color meetup, and like because I was like right before that, I like my job on staff, I was like patrolling the first floor or whatever, um, and then I was like, okay, it's time, so let me like go walk into the room and like try to set up, and then of course like the speaker didn't love me and didn't want me to play Beyonce and Solange, but that was fine. Um, but like, I walked in and I was like, Oh, and I was like going up front. I was like, there's so many people. It's great. I was just so excited. Like that there were so many like people of color who were there and like who wanted to talk and who had very similar experiences to like the, what we have, which is what I've been kind of like guessing from the last three years of kind of being in the fandom. But like, it, yeah, it was just it was just a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it was like the perfect number of people. Like, obviously, we we're gonna like, at, you know, hope for more people to show up next year. But um, in the hour that we had, everyone. Um, so for all of our listeners, we like introduce you know Robin and Bayana introduce themselves and stuff, and then ask a few questions and stuff. But like, really, everyone got to go around and say who they are and who, <laughs> what their house is and what they thought a celebrity that they thought was, would be in their house and but what I really like about it is that like everyone got to talk and like express mm-hmm. themselves um like we had just enough time for everyone to introduce themselves and also for everyone you know who wanted to share Robin asked like why do you think um you for anyone who felt isolated why do you think that is like I think a lot of us had like a you know religious backgrounds because someone brought it up earlier um, about know, like, like their parents burning their book, right? So like ripping it people apart got to share and like, burning it. Traumatic yeah. experiences because anyone who's listening to this podcast knows that Harry Potter is like important and like just how, your parents burning your books. Like I, but also took my just like to church any book and, like, that, that hurt me. Any yeah. book, any yeah. book. Yeah. I was like, but, oh. but that book. That's that, rude. Right. Yeah. If it's a like, boring book, like, if it's boring, like, I mean, yeah, it's boring, but, like, that's rude. You gotta burn it, though. Like, like, I don't have to to the library and let other heathen right. children enjoy it. Like, damn. Yeah, I, still, I still own books that I, like, hate with a fiery passion of, like, a thousand suns, <laughs> and I'll eventually give them away, but I'm not gonna burn them. Even like, Luna that just seems, like, sacrilege. Yeah, Luna said, burn books? What? Not near? <laughs> but, like, even as someone who, like, grew up religious and, like, Harry Potter books came out on Saturday. So, like, I was taking my books that I had just finished but was about to start rereading to church on Sunday and <laughs> with me. Um, and it's sort of like, it was, I don't know, it just felt like, I guess I'm thankful for the community that I had or, like, the church communities because I think I changed them at some point. Where, like, or, and just for my grandma who was just like, I trust what you're reading. It's fine. Like, everyone on the news is like, is Harry Potter witchcraft? And she was never like, I'm not going to buy that for you because she's the one who funded my entire Harry Potter <laughs> fortune. <laughs> like, I didn't have money of my own to buy it. And, like, right? she barely had money to buy it for me either. But, like, I was, she, I was just so excited about it. Um, and, like, it was really the only book where I was just like, I need to buy this book. Like, other books I would just get from the library or just, like, wouldn't be into them or whatever. But, like, it was the book that I bought you know like with money and like I was like can we pre-order this can you drive me there at 10 a.m. on Saturday when the bookstore opens and like she was super into it even though like we were really religious and stuff so it's like know that other people had you know this very different experience was just like wow but also 
it is a thing that I think is a reason why Potterheads of Color and a lot of black Potterheads especially didn't come to it or didn't have other people to talk about it with because, you know, we were also isolated by our communities either. I think, was it you, Bayana, who was just like, it wasn't really a religious thing. It was just like this white people stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, those are reasons why we didn't have a community to talk about it with because, you know, our parents or whoever was in charge of us was like, mm, maybe we shouldn't do that. And so we kept it to ourselves or we just didn't think other people were into it or they legitimately weren't into it. And so we had to And it was before, later. it was before like the universality, like, so we're <laughs> sitting here, Connie and Portia are in New York, but in different boroughs, I believe, yeah. like. Um, me and Bayana are in the Bay, but in different cities, and <laughs> Delia's in Texas, and, like, yeah, there's five of us sitting here who love Harry Potter, but not, like, ac- across the street or around the corner or whatever, and, like, I I think it's also part of that, like, fandom-adjacent thing, too, where it was, like, one, you know, I talked about, like, my, my mom's pastor, like, my mom being, like, your grandmother and being, like, I trust you, I'm not, like, at this point, I'm not gonna re pre-read what you're reading like who has the time um but my mom's pastor trying to like you know step in and where he wasn't wanted (laughs) and and so that being kind of like uh you know I don't feel like I'm gonna open with my Harry Potter fandom even though it's very important to me I'm not gonna like be like, hi, I'm Rob. I'm really, really into Harry Potter. I was weird or enough I would do as it, a kid. Or I would do it, and people would be like, oh, yeah. And, like, maybe they would have read it and stuff, but no one was, like, ready to really talk about it. In it. Right. Like, yeah. They were like, they had um, read it. Like, most people our age has read Harry Potter, but, like, I'm like, okay, but are, what, are you rereading? Like, where are you? Are you rereading it? Let's talk, let's really talk about this. And I didn't, no one... You know, like you said, Ever. I was weird enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, and I went to a school right. full of nerds who all, you know, people who loved Harry Potter, but I just didn't feel like it was the thing that was like, you know, that I could, I don't know. Yeah. Just with, me, with me, it was that like, I just had a like bunch of like friends who were uh, mostly white. And then uh, one was Latinx, who we were all into Harry Potter, but we also happened to be in other like booky, nerdy stuff. Yeah. But like, I could talk to any of them and we could all have full conversations about Harry Potter and those are the people that I talked to Harry Potter with but they also like were super close to each other and I was like the I don't know I was kind of like the I didn't really have any like close friends and I, I had one close friend then that just didn't work out um and so like I was just like I was a floater like I floated around different circles I didn't really like stick with one um and so like whenever they would go so they'd been to get friends for like since elementary school and I just like met I came in like in middle school sometime and so like we didn't have a built in built in friendship like kind of thing and so they would go to Harry Potter midnight releases and I wouldn't hear about it until like school and I'm like oh mm-hmm. so you're just not going you're just gonna go do Harry Potter stuff without me and I don't it's oh. things. Um, so I didn't really. I, I, I ate them. I, yes, <laughs> but, I mean, but, they're, but they're cool people. It's just like they're like, really out now. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, just like I guess I didn't really just like think about it, which is like okay, fine. But like um, now that I like I now have this like network of people. Like we're on Slack every night, nerding out about something different about either like Harry Potter or some other random thing. Um, Usually Harry Potter is a constant, though, right? And it's like, who gets that? And 
um, like going to LeakyCon kind of like helped bring that up more, right? Like you're just like, I can sit, like I'm literally going to, that's what I think, that's the thing that I was looking very much looking forward to, to like last year and this year too, is going to LeakyCon, going to these panels and just like sitting there and nerding out about like Harry Potter in these different ways. And then being, um, like working with the HPA has been really great because it's like using the Harry Potter um, like story and like different aspects of the story and the like social activism within the story to do social activist stuff. But like being in person and like having a panel on like Black Lives Matter and the Harry Potter story, like that is like who does that? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when do you have that? And it's kind of like it's really great to have like yourself and your like biggest fandom actualized together at the same like same time with people that you trust and who vibe with you on the same level so that was one thing i really appreciated about going to the con and one thing i was really looking forward to was just like nerding out talking about all the stuff i want to talk about with harry potter all day the only thing i wish i could have done more which i would have done if i weren't like tied to the booth um as i was this year oh did anyone have a particular panel that was their favorite yeah yeah Go for it. Um, well, actually, it was a surprise one. It was one that was filling in for Eliana. So it was Eliana's conception. But um, it was, uh, what, what, uh, what was it called? New Century Who Dis? It was Big Statue to Secret. Yeah. Statue so what it was. Yeah. Is, oh, boy. It was, let's get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Portia and I sitting next to each other on one side of the argument. We were for abolishing it. And then in the middle is Connie. And then um, it was Alice and Mary Grace, who are producers on in Granger in the Quarter Life Crisis. Um, they're both Slytherins. Me and Portia are both uh, Ravenclaws. And poor, poor Connie. who <laughs> <laughs> was literally stuck in the middle. Um, and the whole concept is we were going to debate in universe, so we're talking like we are witches, and we're um, part of the wisdom gamut, and we're debating whether or not we should abolish the statute of secrecy or not. And you know, especially considering we didn't have much time to prepare, just because Eliana had her last minute thing, so she couldn't make it. It was, and I just and it's got a very it particular, myself. like it's a very specific topic and like prompt and panel idea. So it was just like. I think for kind all of, of us, like, we were just like, oh, well, when we get there, Eliana's going to explain what, what it is and what she envisions, and then she wasn't going to be able to make it, and I'm like, so can you email <laughs> what you had in mind? Because, like, in theory, I understand, but in your execution, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot, most of, we all were sort of like, I don't know what this is going to be. Yeah. We didn't know, Eliana eventually did send an email after and then we consulted on Slack a little bit, but it was still just kind of like, we're going to go, basically we're going to go in and wing it and not wing it. Like we weren't prepared, but it was, it was just like, we didn't know what it was going to be. How is this going to go? Are people going to like it? Cause it's such a, a cool concept, but if executed well, it could go really well. But like, who wants to sit and listen to me pretend to be a witch and talk about the statue of secrecy? So well, like it got real heated. Poor Connie stuck in the middle, but we were we were getting it. We were getting it was at like, it. So I, as the moderator of the of the debate, so I was supposed to be the chief witch, right? I realized I never actually said that, but like. 
as the moderator of the debate, I was just like, all right, so there are four people. I'm going to give them each, you know, their time to get their introductory points, and then we're going to see what's going to happen. And so, I, you know, I think Delia was immediately to the left of me, and I started with her, and then I went to, um, I think it was Alice, and then Portia, and then Mary Grace, and I'm staring at the clock, because they put a clock on your table, and I was staring at it like, it's only been 15 minutes. What are we going to do for the rest of the 45 minutes? Like, And then I was just like, you know, after the initial four points they each started to like bounce off of each other and I was just like y'all we weren't prepared and they were prepared like they were talking about bringing up the constitution and it's like well I didn't actually say the constitution I said the declaration of independence well thank you for bringing up my point that actually furthers my point saying that we should actually abolish it because blah blah like the way that they were going at each other was just like very not only in universe but also very in character for what a Slytherin and a Ravenclaw would do because like the Slytherins on one side were just like well actually this is what I have to say based just based on like pure you know like ambition (laughs) and like cunning like they were coming up with like cunning ideas but then the Ravenclaws had like all this evidence or like but like the Slytherins had like actual dates and stuff so like they had done research beforehand but like (laughs) Portia and Delia you're just gonna outlogic me (laughs) no no so like it went back and forth for a while and that was great and like I was just like this is happening and I'm like staring at the audience and they're like just staring at us and I'm like I can't tell if they're like actually into this and like enjoying it and then I was like well this is a great time for us to open up to questions because it got real heated and I was like well let's just cut it off there (laughs) well Mary Um, Grace and Alice (laughs) accidentally ended up on a side where it made it sound like they were like pro like racism it was oh my god real real weird and at the end they're like you can't have we can't we couldn't be the two white girls against the two black girls like in favor of almost racism in universe magical racism um so i wish next time we're going to make it clear that just because they're arguing these points doesn't necessarily mean they believe them in real life but that's how debates work but so at one point i was just like let's open it up to the audience and so we had people line up and come up to the microphone and like people came up with notes they had been taking notes during the panel and was just like well actually what you said earlier um i actually have a a problem with what you said or i agree with that thing that you said earlier but i disagree with what you said and you know i'm team ravenclaw on here this side but i actually believe what the southern said and it was just like people were super into it and then someone on twitter um who had gone to the panel and took a picture was just like i wasn't expecting them to do it in universe but this was I great we yeah. had yeah. a few of our panels but <laughs> i really enjoyed that like um it was a lot of like and just like the, like it brought back like it's been so long since i debated like legit, i've never like, done had it before debate. so it was like Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, the Hufflepuff never had a debate before. I wonder why that was. <laughs> Shut up. got a confrontational. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that was. Well, Listen, I've seen great debaters um, in Candy Jar on Netflix, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it was fun that, like, um, I, I, I really loved the whole thing, but I think that um, it was just really fun, like, in being in universe. Um, that you kind of like you're teasing out like the issues of the like story and you're like because people because the Slytherins uh, opened it up to like American legal structure we were a mm-hmm. people like in the audience were very there and open to like let's talk about the second amendment it was like ooh right. child especially like, in, Texas, I, I, in Texas the Hufflepuff in me like, shriveled oh. I was like I'm no like, but I'm we like, are in Texas someone might actually be <laughs> open to care 
conceal carry right now. Like, I'm I don't worry about oh, that. Yeah. You don't know. Like, um, I don't know who's in this room, and I don't know who's gonna be like, oh, y'all don't talk about guns? Let me tell you how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Let me pull out my gun. Portia went to the door like, when she uh, brought that up. Let's, uh, talk about that one. Let's, East is over to like the Articles of Confederation. I don't know. Something else. Can't do this right now. Um, but I really enjoyed that. And I like think I think people enjoyed that it like had real world carryover and that they could see reasoning behind like um I don't know. Part of me wanted to bring up, like, so at some point, the, uh, the Slytherins brought up Wakanda. And I'm like, look, <laughs> yes. if we can bring up Wakanda, like, I feel like bringing up the freaking, um, Let's get into the Genopia Accords or whatever, or the, like, the Mutant Legislation yeah, Act. Made it that. Thing. But I was like, I can't, I can't go there. There's a lot going on right now. Let's That's keep- not even the same universe. See, I'm <laughs> glad I wasn't there. <laughs> What is that? Look now, you can't just keep bringing up Wakanda. Like, <laughs> listen, it, Sokovia it isn't even a place. It worked. It, in, it worked in you know. It did actually work in the moment because they're like, yeah, well, let's talk about our Wakandan brothers oh, and how man. they've you know isolated themselves from the Muggle world. And I was just like, oh, you're right. Yeah, it was actually good. <laughs> but it wasn't so. in universe. And I'm like, if we are breaking in rules from the Wakanda could universe, be in universe. We don't know they magical. Just with so they could like look that opens up the window for too many things. This is why sure. debate. This way, yeah. All right, we're 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 okay, okay, okay. So that was your favorite. <laughs> we're not gonna <laughs> debate the debate. Yeah, my, it was my favorite, but mainly because the audience just got so into it. It was so it, like the panel of my nerdy dreams. <laughs> like just they were just for so sure. into it and. My favorite part, what, well, not my favorite part. There was a lot of great parts about that panel. And I wish I would have gotten his name, but there was this English guy. He was a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. At the very end, he came in and made such solid points. I think he was in for, he said he wasn't sure, but his points were for abolishing it and talking yeah. about how, you know, the Slytherins are arguing that the Muggles have the most power because of their technology and whatnot. And he's like, but can, is the power dynamic ever really equal when one side knows about the other side and the other doesn't there's no consent or knowledge there and i don't know but the way he said that we like, got into consent though like the consent like theme dang. kept coming up and i was just like how am i supposed to decide and then i didn't i said that they needed to come up with a uh, a resolution and a proposal you know like the slytherins marriage and alice kept saying like well if you want to present to us a proposal and i was like yes let's do that and then we'll just continue which i did not appreciate hamilton uh, Mm-hmm. Up, I, I, said, I don't want to choose. She but said, "I, I, I can't go that. to. I can't go upstate because you pulled a Hamilton." Okay, but yeah, that was mine, and also just hanging out with you guys. But that's a given. Okay, so Dumbledore pro and con, and it was not. I was just and about to bring it up. Bayana was on that panel. I'm bouncing just thinking about what we're about to get into. Bayana's Bayana's amazing. Love her. Love everything about her. Yeah, Mark was on that panel. Love him. Love everything about him except for that damn book, which it's a good book. I will get over it soon. Um, (laughs) Read Anger is a Gift. But the star of that panel Mm -hmm. was a little girl named Lily. And Lily got up, dropped bombs, sat down, let some other people talk, got back up and said, I don't think y'all heard me or understood. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we right. saw Lily the next, was it the next day or was it later it was in the, the day? Next day? It was the next day. And I was like, Lily! And she was like, I, she turned her down, she goes, I'm famous. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. But yeah, no, this girl, so she, so we were in this panel and we're like, you know, Dumbledore pro and con and like, it was me, Mark, and then um, this woman named Lana and she was like pro Dumbledore and Mark was like, it's complicated. And so I was like, yeah, like I was kind of like, I'll be on whatever side is not represented. But then Mark was on it's complicated. So I was like, I guess I can be it's complicated because that's how I really feel. I so that was nice. Only, I think it's only, well, never mind. I was going to say that, but then Amani. I was going to be like, it's only pro or it's complicated. Ooh. So that was the thing. I feel like we were kind of missing because my whole thing, I was like, I can go either way. So just let me know which, like, what side. Um, but then it ended up being cool because I got to have my my fashion Dumbledore rant. Um, and Mark was with me. So that was cool. And then, but like, it was, I feel like we were all kind of like, it was, it was, it was a good conversation and it worked well. And there were a lot of people there, which was not expected. We had um, to move it last then, There was a line. Yeah. There was a line that we ended up having to move on. it. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the, so the theory that Lily came, like came to us with was that, uh, Dumbledore has a Horcrux, um, and that Fox is his Horcrux. And already, and so like she, she said, Dumbledore had a Horcrux these... and we're like, oh, and she like, said it was okay. Fox and the whole room was just like, What? Right. Word? And then she, and then she brought up Evan, and she didn't. She didn't bring the not one book up there. She was from she her head. She quoted the book and like, said, "Ooh, I quoted that." Okay. Word and for so word. When this happened, like like when uh, when Dumbledore's talking to Harry about how creating a Horcrux from like as an animal. Um, she was like, that sounded like he knew from experience and was like, then that part where um, in Chamber of Secrets, when he had to, when he couldn't, he wasn't at Hogwarts in order to save Harry from the Chamber of Secrets, but he sent Fox ahead and Fox candled everything. There were like all these things. And so me and like, we're all like, yeah, uh-huh, I feel this. this yeah, this makes sense. And then she was like, cool. And she leaves. And then she comes back and she's like, I don't think y'all really, because we were already with her, right? We were already like, hell yeah, don't want her out of work, I'm with it. <laughs> she was like, okay. No, 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 can then, I do this part? Can I do this part? Go ahead. She came back up, and there was a guy who was behind her, and she said, go ahead, sir, I've been up before. This little girl's 11. <laughs> like Manners on mm-hmm. deck. She was but like, also, I already talked, you can go she ahead. She was like, I already talked, you can go ahead. So then he does his thing, which was a Star Wars thing. So I'm looking at Connie, like, I bring was, Star Wars he into al- He also blew my mind, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> and so when she got back up, she that's when she was like, I don't think y'all really well, understood. She, but she also said, but I also want to keep talking. To ta- yeah, she yeah, said, I yes, she talk. said, I want to talk more. <laughs> now you can finish. I just wanted to bring in the ad-libs that oh, Lily was sure. bringing. And then she was on some, so when uh, Voldemort and Dumbledore are, are dueling in the Department of Mysteries, um, or I guess it was the atrium, not the Department of Mysteries, at the Ministry, and, Dumbl- and, and Voldemort throws the killing curse at Dumbledore, but then Fox deflects it, and she was like, and the killing curse is one of the things that can kill a horcrux, and everybody was just like, Oh, she goes, yeah. and then like, Dumbledore we, we was able to was, die. Like, and then he was able to die, but like we, and we were all Phoenix, really so she, with the her. Fox was already you so able Fox, to survive because yes. Fox is a phoenix, but the Horcrux inside of Fox. So like when we like, I was with oh, her wait, the first time. But also, came. you know, the whole reason of like you need to kill someone to create a Horcrux. We don't know who killed Ariana Dumbledore. Maybe he just used that as an opportunity. Like it wasn't necessarily on purpose, but. Could also maybe not be killing someone. It could also maybe be like, because I, I felt like killing was like a was. I mean, and we haven't gotten to that part in Half Blood Prince yet, but I felt like it was like the main way you could do it. But it's something that's like as bad or like as 
like I don't I can't think so of So abandoning your family. Soul Did he kill a unicorn? He killed a unicorn. He has a cursed life. Or drank he drank unicorn blood. For the moment it touched But yeah, no, like she so it like yeah, it was just it was just great because like I believed her and was like, Yeah, I like this theory and then she was like, No, you didn't hear me and she was right, I didn't hear her and then it my mind and it was it was wonderful. And Mark was sitting there, like Mark can be really extra sometimes. If he was like slamming the table, he was like, Wait <laughs> What? <laughs> and so like everyone in the audience, like it wasn't just like it was it was yes, it was who Lily was as a person was yeah. amazing. Yeah. But it was how everyone in the audience reacted to her and then how she came up afterwards, <laughs> like just like I wanted to talk more. And then she was like, Mom, I'm famous. Like, or Dad, I'm famous. Like, we were all standing her by the end of that panel. And I just love that panel, too, because, like, I wasn't able to, like, I was supposed to be working. <laughs> and I just kept migrating closer and closer to where the panel was. And I was but kind of excited. you were working. I was, but just not she where. She gave herself a job. I gave myself a job so I could feel better about the fact that I was definitely not doing the job I was assigned for um, because I wanted to be in that panel. Um, but every like I was excited because when we were walking up, it was that was the like one of the days where she was going back to back to back. No, not panel. that one, because that one was right after Hogwarts BSU. So we already came off of a high on that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but pictures. you were, but we were going around the corner. We were like going straight to line. your, and I was like, I yeah. was not doing my job because I wanted to go to the Dumbledore panel. But we were walking straight from there to your panel, and we see this huge line, and we're like, "What is this for?" And people were like, "Dumbledore." And I looked at Bayana like, "Oh shit!" And then <laughs> we got like the text message or the message like after, like when we were walking, like we moved it to this, uh, to a bigger stage, basically a bigger room. Cause the line was ridiculous. So there was just like a lot more people there than would have been there to see Lily shine. Yeah. And it was one of those things that I love about leaky too, where it's like, you, like Dahlia was saying, like you get to talk, like you get to get really in depth about these books, right. With these. And like, there are people there that are there with you, which doesn't happen very often, but then you get like, an 11 year old who is thinking about this stuff the way that you're thinking about the stuff. And you're just like, I have hope for the future. I hope hope for the past. Like, like it just like, it was so, I was so full by the end of that. I also liked that one and how packed it was and how like successful it was because, you know, a lot of our panels were the diversity panels, I guess. And that one wasn't. And so it was just like, we could talk about everything. y'all. And it was still super diverse. Yeah. Right. Like it was divert, like, put diverse people on your non-diversity panels 2k forever um because we can talk about that stuff too and so that was another reason why i like really enjoyed that one just like being an audience member it was just like yes we can talk about everything this one's super diverse and then lily came up drop bomb and then that guy said that dumbledore and obi-wan might be the same are basically the same and the failures of anakin and the failures of voldemort and i was just like what and so that was um that was great in terms of just like something I wasn't actually on but all the other ones I was I'm kind of only went to panels I was on or you guys were a part of so yeah I was only at panels I was on 
if I could go back, like, I don't know how I would even do it any different because, Time I mean, works. fingers crossed, like, I'll be on near amount, near around the same. I think the amount I was on is a good amount to be on, good amount of panels. But then going to your guys' panels, too, I'm like, I didn't see anything outside of our, like, small circle. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. small, but, you know, like, out of the five of us. Yeah, I was like, there's, yeah, I just, there was no way I was going to make it to other panels. There were other panels, too, that I, like, wanted to see, but I barely looked at the schedule. I was like, why even, like upset myself that way you know because <laughs> yeah. there, yes. like, there are hundreds of panels and I was like why even like do that and then be mad I can't go to that um I think my favorite panel so I had like three but we talked about Potterheads of Color and Hogwarts BSU already my I really loved the Black Girl Magic panel oh that was so good oh, that one made me so happy like just kind of again it was another moment where you, I like walk in and I'm like look at all the black women and there are like other people there too but just like being like it just felt like a it, it, it was one of those panels that I didn't think needed to be. And again, this is an Eliana, like, kind of, it was her panel that um, we ended up kind of doing because she couldn't be there. But Or we were going to be on it anyway, but we ended up, like, moderating and taking it over. But it was, like, one of those moments where I was like, this doesn't need a full room. It just needs the right people in it. And it had the right people in it. And so it just felt very, like, warm and, like, familial. And we just... Yeah, it was it was really nice. Yeah, I would say the same too. for the Black Lives Matter panel too, where yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, and that room was more full, I would say, but yeah, the, I was really. Though, I think the room, the the Black Girl Magic room, was a bigger room. Was a bigger they room, were probably comparable in size, and a lot of the yeah, yeah. came to them. Um, but yeah, it's another one. But I, I was one. It was one of those where it was another Eliana panel. Um, but it was one of those that I was very nervous about, and like the community manager in me was like, "We need to have guidelines because like mm-hmm. I don't need anyone coming you up frogging." Posted guidelines. I, I posted guidelines <laughs> and had them up because I just didn't. I was one of those where it's like it could go left, and it's one of those conversations that once someone brings in something toxic or it goes like the wrong way, it you lose like the point of it yeah. and like what could good can come out of it. But everyone was really thoughtful. And we had, um, one guy who was in, it was the same, um, attendee that was in your civil in by a civil rights. You were on that panel too, right? Connie, the civil rights. Yeah. Panel. Uh, was segregation. Like, segregate. Yeah. And he was like, he, he raised his hand or something. He's like, no one needs like a white guy to talk or something. And let yes. a, a woman. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah, forgot I about that. Oh, that's so, yeah. So he said that and I was already kind of like, I like you. Um, (laughs) But then he, he had some like, he was a a history teacher and he just had thoughtful additions to the discussion. And there was another woman who was kind of older and she was like bringing in like, you know, mentions about the German courts and things like that. Like, and just kind of making sure that we did have different viewpoints, but no one, I don't, believe that anyone said to play devil's advocate which always Mm -hmm. bothers me because the devil doesn't need an advocate but they were saying like they were challenging some things but doing it in a very thoughtful and respectful way that like made the conversation better about the wizarding world anything right like nothing was really about like yeah nothing was social justice aspect of it it was just like let's widen what she brought to what joe brought to the wizarding world and like your applications of it to yeah. Black Lives Matter, but here's the global context for the thing that she introduced into the Wizarding World to give it more scale and stuff. So I think that's really where it came from. And that's another thing that I enjoyed about the weekend overall.
well is that like most of us obviously were on panels that had to do with civil rights, segregation, social justice, black girl magic, black lives matter. And like, I, no one had anything bad to say to our faces about it. Right. Everyone who who was um, in the room and had like raised their hand to speak was very respectful, very into the concepts that we were talking about and the way that we were paralleling them, um, which I think... And even if they didn't agree, they were not combative about it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't remember anyone who didn't agree. Like, everyone was sort of like, yeah, okay, this is my perspective and how I viewed that. And maybe it was different, but they weren't like what you're saying is stupid or doesn't belong here or whatever. So um, I really enjoyed that. And there was this one guy, I think during um, Critical Phantom, I want to say. I can't remember which panel it was. Bayana would would probably remember. I wanted to be on that panel too. Um, But one guy came up and he was like, well, what I'm going to say might be controversial. Oh, that was uh, Creating Voldemort. Yeah, Creating Voldemort. Um, which yeah. again is sort of like we were talking about the so- the systems of the wizarding world that give white male wizards privilege and so it's just like we're talking about white privilege and wizarding privilege and like comparing the two things and so this white older older guy in Texas mm-hmm. came up he was wearing a Hufflepuff robe but he came up and I was very nervous because he was like I'm going to say something very controversial Yeah, I was like, and there was like a bit of a pause there and I was just like okay and he was like so what I have to say is that if she hadn't done all of this, we wouldn't have a story. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, what are we going to do if somebody actually has something, like, actually negative or combative to say? But, you know, it's... I would have gone off. But <laughs> No, but I actually... I knew that guy from... He was at Leviosa. Oh, okay. um, And I think he was maybe at the L.A leaky i can't remember but he did something similar at leviosa and i was like this this dude is a troublemaker <laughs> but a gentle a one likes to yeah, a gentle one <laughs> yes a, a hufflepuff version of a troublemaker <laughs> hey badgers you know that honey, badger badger. honey badgers is what we do um but i just you know i think it speaks to the wider fandom where it's just like you know we were, came in as this like crew of black women basically and you know how the world feels about black women but we came into this space that is traditionally very white and we were able to talk about these things that mean a lot to us and compare it to harry potter which is not always a thing that um people accept like we see it on twitter all the time where it's just, like even in white spaces when people use harry potter to you know talk about social justice or protest or whatever and it's just, like all the harry potter like protest signs and stuff people are like read a different book like there are more books in the world or whatever so it's like you know (laughs) the fact that um you know like even in a white space like using harry potter to connect to social justice is something that people like to challenge just to be contrarian i guess and then for us to be black people talking about like even deeper social justice issues like outside of just like women and feminism and blah 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 um you know it's sort of you know a, a daunting task and you know especially in the state of texas could be you know it just feels like there's extra pressure of like all right, I hope this goes well. But I think it speaks to the larger, you know, greatness of the Harry Potter fandom as a whole, where it's just like, all right, there are diversity issues in the Potter fandom, but, you know, there are all those studies that say, like, you know, Harry Potter fans are, you know... Are better people. Better people, really empathetic, you know, we're going to change the world, blah, blah, blah. 
and I think that Leaky was thankfully a space where I felt like, all right, it's not even just the people of color and the black Potterheads who are into what we have to say, like the larger fandom, there is a space for it even for them um, that they also wanted and were also missing. And I think that is really important because it's not just us people of color who are aching for these kinds of discussions. Like, it's needed in the whole fandom. And I think that we were able to sort of showcase that and hopefully it means we can do more. And you know what? It's interesting because, like, I didn't realize until kind of after the fact when we'd all be, we've, we've all been talking about it, you know, it's been right now at the time of recording like a week since LeakyCon, so we've still been talking about it nonstop pretty much. <laughs> um, but I didn't realize all of y'all's apprehension, like apprehension coming to Texas and talking about these things, which, my, because I, I'm born and raised here, so, like, when I the thought of talking about these things in front of, like, Texans and stuff like that. Like, I do that, not every day, but I guess in my head I was like, I'm not worried about that. I know how to handle, like, <laughs> Mr. Bob Joe from down the street. <laughs> he's, got, he's got feelings. Like, I'm not worried Bob about Joe. that. <laughs> what I was more worried about. Albus Severus Joe. Albus oh, Severus Joe. Billy Albus Severus. Billy Bob. <laughs> Got Severance. some cows, and he loves his guns and whatnot. <laughs> Ooh, <Lord. laughs> Who needs wands when you got guns? Um, but <laughs> like that part, I didn't worry me because I know how to deal with those types of people. And it, it was more LeakyCon being like in the fandom in general. Not even it's not even a LeakyCon problem, but just a lot of time in nerd culture, just even more broad. Um, you don't really see us represented, and so my apprehension was just. I mean, you see things like Gamergate, and yes, Harry Potter fandom is different than all of that, but you see, like, these visceral reactions people have when you try to bring diversity to things. So, I would, especially being a nerd that loves your thing so much and you feel so emotionally attached to it, people have really, like, emotional reactions when you especially come in. It's like we're coming in trying to say that, like, J.K. Rowling did something wrong, and it's just like this yeah. thing that I love, and it's just like. No, she she did that wrong, but we can also we also love the other things that she did right, but we, we still need to be pointing it out. That was what worried me more than yeah. the other. Uh, whatever, but <laughs> it did when guns came up a couple times. I was like, oh, but that was fine. It it was more like I hope nobody like gamer gates me, out. but like oh. <laughs> Potter. <laughs> yeah, no. and like, and as a fellow Southerner, and like. Haven't like I said, like being like honestly working with the Harry Potter Alliance and being their racial justice researcher, it's really because I like so racial like that role is me pulling up articles about stuff that's going on in the world um, that is racial injustice, whether that's like in the U.S. and Canada, wherever, and like the reception that I get from the HPA people and people that it's disseminated against to to it's like they. I wasn't, it isn't really like, I was never really like that worried about the fandom and how they would react because I kind of like already know how the fandom reacts to like race um, and issues that we like bring up of injustice. And even in being in Texas, I figured like because I know what the fandom is like and how progressive it tends to be and how they tend to think about social issues, I didn't really like have that much of a like, I wasn't really scared about how anything would go. Um, but I do think that. Um, it was very it, like every time I saw someone in the Texas crowd 
be very political about something, it, like, reaffirmed what I felt about the fandom. Mm-hmm. So, like, there were people who were walking through with the Vote Beto, like, shirts on, or Beto, and I was so happy. Every time I saw someone, I wanted to, like, uh, give them a high five. It was so great. <laughs> and I saw them, like, numerous times, and then the, at the HPA booth, we have a shirt, um, well, the HPA booth, but, like, online as well. They have a shirt that says, uh, Granger Love Good 2020, and that shirt sold out so quickly. Like, it sold out on the first day. And and they, like, Janae was saying that they didn't bring that many because they were like, well, they Texas. Didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I did the same thing because I had my Republicans for Voldemort shirt, and I was like, no, nah, I'm going to leave it. I just felt it. like the difference, I was just like, Robin, no, I just felt like the difference between the Granger love good and then saying Republicans or Voldemort. Like, I just wanted you to come out of Texas but there, was, there was some guy who who walked through there saying that had a shirt that said Barack um, Barack beats Voldemort or something like that, like something like Trump Voldemort, something like that. Like he had a shirt like that on the first day. So I'm like, oh, this is this is the fandom. It's the fandom. It's the fandom. Yeah. But like, but for the Granger Lovegood shirts, like when I was talking to Janae about it, who is the um, education leader and leadership and education director for the HPA. Um, who's running in the booth, we like we were talking about it and how fast it sold out. And I was like, this is, it's very much on brand as a Southerner. I guess it's kind of, and it's probably like a latent Hufflepuff kind of thing. You're like, you don't really <laughs> want to have confrontation like that. But if someone's about it, you're about it, right? <laughs> and like, so for Granger Love Good 2020, it's like a really good way to be like, yo, like if you're in the know, if you're in the Harry Potter fandom, you know exactly what this is saying. These are two women on this shirt. They're, one of them is a very smart, like, very, like, into things person. Another one is, like, a Ravenclaw who is, like, um, like she might be airy, but she's, like, a deep thinker. And, like, she, like, these would be great, like, leaderships, right? And so I think that I, I see the way that people bought those shirts in Texas as a way of them being able to protest without having to protest. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. that definitely is very Southern, and that's definitely very H. Harry Potter, um, so I'm like, I honestly, I saw it. Why I, I understood people were like having trepidatious like thoughts about like being in Texas, but I think it's honestly because people just hadn't been in Texas before um, and just didn't know what to expect. Yeah, I think for me it was more about um, and wow, well, I'm about to shout out Amani, but he said this on the, in the Slack. <laughs> oh yeah, it was really that, good. Like, um, was. The best way I've heard it described is in the South, they don't care how close you get as long as you don't get too high. In the North, they don't care how high you get as long as you're not too close. Yes. And I feel that way. I feel like that is also a really good way of describing the fandom, at least in the way that I've seen it play out, is like there are a lot of people and they're like, yeah, you know, that's really important and I care about diversity and blah, 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 blah. I just don't want it at my leaky con because I want these types of things and like they're cool with diversity when it comes to sexuality because it's a very queer con um which i love right but there there hasn't been like that much racial diversity and like and now i'm thinking a lot about like how we showed up and we're going to keep building but like i want to see more asian people of uh, like more asian potterheads showing up and like showing and sharing because it was so like just in Latinx just, as well. Like, exactly. there's like, Listen, of, like next year the Latinx people are native. Like there's like, they weren't there. Like, yeah, and like native and but like it, yeah. But I also think that what Robin's saying is too like showing like showing up like they they may be there but like showing out, out. right? And I feel yeah. like 
part of the thing too is like it kind of feels like it's in our nature as like black people and you know we're hyper visible but oftentimes we're the ones who and this is like on such a small scale compared to like you know the civil rights movement and like so this is like in the on the ski in us in the grand scheme of things it's like not a big deal but just in terms of like trends and seeing like how we come in and we are like yeah we're here we're the leaky black student union we're you know we're out here and like being visible in that way hopefully will open the space to make people for feel more comfortable to then come and be like okay now we're doing like the asian student union and we're gonna talk with like katie lung about like Oh, be, you know great. what i mean and or, next or we're Latinx you know people need to Latinx have a panel on the chupacabra that image oh, that came out. Or, just being, or just even like being on the second kinship panel like right like we had um mm-hmm. claudia on there but just having people who were there and who want to bring like things that are one have things that are more like specific to them but then also having like just kind of being all over on programming and on the panels to talk about things like Dumbledore, right? And like not necessarily always doing the the race panels, but also just yeah. being on the panels and talking right. about things that they want to talk about. That's because and I, I said that I was like, why? Where are the Latin X Potterheads? Yeah, I live in America. I was actually talking to someone on staff, and we were saying like there were literally only two visibly Latin X people on a lot of panels, and it was Mark and Claudia. There are a couple that may be Latinx, but we're not visibly so. So, you know, and then you have to ask those questions, which. But I do think, like, and this is something that I was saying, too, is, like, I think it's really important that people understand that we're reading the same books, but we're not reading them in the same way. And we're all bringing our own lived experiences to them. And so I want to hear more lived experiences um, that that are not like mine but that are also not the same fucking ones that i've heard a thousand times before right because the series has been over for like 10 years and you know a lot of the white potterheads have sort of been who've been doing this con even are like all right how much more can we pull out of this you know series without really repeating ourselves and it's sort of like well the answer is to invite, you know, people who've been reading the same books and experiencing it in different ways and maybe in isolated ways and to hear what they have to say because it's a whole new book. It's a whole new experience. Just like, you know, listening to Wizard Team, it's just like, oh, right, these are things that maybe were in the back of my mind or, like, little comparisons Mm -hmm. that I had sort of subliminally made, but, like, here's someone expressing them and maybe they're from my point of view or maybe they're not from my point of view. Um, And it's like this is different than the way I initially read them or maybe a bunch of other people have initially read them and it's just like oh what if a person who is from you know a black person from the UK tells me about how they read the books and how that might be different from how we read them as black Americans and like just that you know um sort of culture exchange and like widening of you know who gets to talk about this stuff will make it for more of an interesting experience and that we get to hear so many new perspectives. Yeah, I mean, like, I think for me, just thinking about, I I think it's something I said when we were on the podcast panel, um, Robin and I were on it, and just thinking about, like, a part, like, the way that we kind of do Wizard Team is to bring ourselves into it, right? And so it's not just of, like, this happened, and then this happened, or these were my kind of, like, general thoughts about Harry Potter in world, right? As a, like, whereas, like, we are really we try to at least like bring in our personal feelings and our experiences and things that are happening in the actual world and relating it to the Harry Potter theories um, in a way that like makes it feel 
like you're getting a new perspective. It doesn't have to just be like, is Dumbledore, which is, I mean, and these are good panels, right? Like, or, and good things to talk about is like, Dumbledore, is he good or is he bad? Like, those are good things to talk about, but also you can widen that and like broaden your scope to talk about more things as it pertains to you as like a person. Um, because I think that's also how you like figure out and like are able to articulate why this series means so much Mm -hmm. to a lot of people or even just to you specifically um is when you then relate it back to like the things that you think about and and or were going through when you were reading it however many times you read it you know but i also want to make the point that i will talk about if dumbledore pros and cons i'll have every year until i'm 50 and we can talk about the same shit as long as we coming together once a year talking about Potter, it can be I'm down. God damn it, Robin. Do we have to talk about Seraphine and them pants again? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. And we will continue to. But I also think it like in talking about like including everyone's perspectives and broadening the ways people think, I think it is also it's very helpful in showing people like the air of thinking about the concept of like neutrality and objectivity like that doesn't exist like you think you're reading this book and you're like oh I'm totally objective I don't have any thought process I'm just reading the book and going along with it and what I think about it is the way that it's actually like written it's like no everyone reads these stories with a lens and when we have these panels and we talk even if we're talking about Dumbledore like or like when I, with my panel where we were, um, it was like a rehash of um, Good Witch Mad series that we did last year in um, in Dublin. With it was with a different group of people um, than it was last year. Last year we had um, Robin, Bayana, Proma. Was there someone else? I think it was. I think I that remember. was it. I think okay. that was it. Um, yeah. And we kind of like discussed things. I, and I had like a moment to talk about Molly and my Molly hatred. Um, <laughs> but. You know, it was kind of like you get a different, we start having a different story about like who are the good witches and who are the bad witches and why are they talked about that way and what we're doing. Then this year when we were, we kind of had like, we went on so many different tangents. One of them was, and that was, you know, in having different, uh, different person leading the questions too. Um, she asked us about which which kind of like tertiary character story kind of like headcanon have we built out which would we like to hear more about like just from like what little tiny interactions we got in the book what would you like to hear more of and I talked about how I would love to see more about like Augusta and McGonagall like younger and like Hogwarts age and like what that was like and mm-hmm. that was just like it's just like really great to hear different people talk about what they were do- saying and the thing that caught me like Steph, who is Tonks from Tonks and the Oars, the uh, Wizard Rock. Steph is um, awesome. She's Sorry. amazing. I love her. Um, she brought up this. I just, like, she said it, and it blew my mind. And I was just like, I got to sit here and, like, think about the wizarding families of the wizarding world and how they relate to the famous smuggle families in the U.S., right? So, like, mm. she basically said that Narcissa was, like, Chris Kardashian and that Bellatrix was like Kim Kardashian. And so basically, the Black Lestrange's Malfoys, they're all like the Kardashians, if you break it down. Wow. And, um, I was like, oh my effing gosh. Like, this is, effing, like, this is a panel. This is another panel that we, should, that we need to do. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, and then I sat there after she said that, like, I was thinking about it all day. And then I was like, so the Dumbledores are basically the Jacksons. 
And that's something I really like. This is the stuff that happens whenever you have a bunch of Potter heads just come together and just start thinking about crap. We're just like thinking about things all day and just like marinating on it. Like even after the Statue of Secrecy panel, we had a, a birth of another idea for a panel from the Statue of Secrecy panel. Like you just can't go into this arena and talk about these things without having so many different ideas thrown at you. And that's because you're engaging with people who don't think they think the same way as you on like they have their engaged in the same subject matter, but they're also thinking in such divergent ways about it that you're just like, oh my gosh, like we need to examine these things a little bit differently, you know? I mean, we were in the middle of our social services panel and someone was like, Robin, next year will you be on my panel about Neville? I was like, I mean, probably yes, but like, elaborate. Can we finish this panel right now? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, the number of times I've, I we I was on a panel and it started going one way, and then I'm like, wait, that's a whole other that's panel. That's not here. that's not what we're here to talk about. That's fascinating. Well, we gotta reel it back. Just we only got an hour. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> secrecy debate. I like mistakenly opened up on the idea of like we should just make a reform, and I was like, wait, 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 no, it's actually yeah, about. I was like, oh no, come back for it. About, about what we're here for. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of the panel, it came it came right back to like we have to reform it, right? So it's. It's just, that's life. You just go and you're thinking, like, you just, it's so much fun talking to each other that you get wrapped up in talking to each other that you have to, like, kind of rein it in. And then you're just like, well, we have another, there's another year of this. And the next year, there's two of them. So who <laughs> right. Knows? Well, that's my next question is, what are you looking forward to for next year and the next oh, two More diversity. Only taking more, 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 more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying so that's Boston, but maybe a, that, a plane to Dallas. You know, I'm just, yeah. just trying to slide up in there. So I'm trying to Dallas. go both of them, but I'm trying to swing both. You should try to swing both. We'll both swing both, and so will Portia. No. Team both. Team both. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm automatically team both because uh, much like Robin's like special Delta dad status, I have Darren's special oh, yeah. <laughs> status. Yeah, so I'm just like I'm gonna get there. <laughs> Good, Nisi. Find a air. Yeah. Bay. <laughs> like an airline bay. Uh, like an airline, I mean, an airline bay is clutch. If you can get right. one. Yeah, I usually know. fly on points, but I'm going to be running real low next year. But I want to swing both because, like, Wizard Team's, like, showing up at Boston. I'm like, well, I can't be by myself down here in Dallas. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're definitely swinging. Wizard Team's I mean, swinging both. Robin and I will be at LaVeosaCon oh. as well. So we're just I'm like, going right. to LaVeosaCon as well. Like, I'm going to be there. I think, <laughs> but, like, I think what, what got, to, like, what's down, it, I'm looking forward to LaVeosa. Um, and that I'd never been there before. And from how Robin described it, it's more like academic. And that's like me. Like I'm right there to like, how, Portia, are, how are we going to frame this? Portia printed out, had printouts at your, before you even sat down. There's a printout every at Every panel your, I went to, every panel I went to, I did that. One of the girls on staff was like, first off, she was like, I have to meet Portia. We were talking about this before, like the Thursday before it started. And she was talking about Portia emailing us. And then afterwards she goes, she had a printout for me. <laughs> Like, Portia was being her truest Ravenclaw self, and I live for it. It's Um, a in my mind. But I'm looking forward to, like, what I'm looking forward to next year and what I'm hoping happens more is that I noted, I just kind of feel like, and talking about, like, how we have, like, this privilege and, like, flight privileges and, like, ability to, like, know that we're going to be able to be there, I'm hoping that we get, there's a way that people 
like more people of color can be represented and like what I, like if there's any like financial like issues that are kind of like keeping them from being able to feel like about they can. that too. So like, there is this thing that Marco Shiro that um I don't know if he's still on the board, but there is a it's a it's a program called Con or Bust mm-hmm. and it gives scholarships to people of color or I don't even know if they just have to be people of color, but like people with limited means um to attend pop culture cons. So That's if so you cool. go to con or bust, I believe, Google it because I don't know if it's a .com or a .org or whatever, but they will help you get to the cons that you want to go to. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's really I was thinking about the same thing, Portia, like, after having this whole experience. And part of me, as I, like, went away from it, I was like, well, dang, why haven't I been doing this? And obviously, there's a lot of reasons. A, I just didn't feel like I would fit in, didn't have friends to go with. But also, like, when I was younger, I didn't have money to be doing stuff like that. That that was just not an option. And I was like, think of how many kids are like I was and are seeing these things on social media and just can't go. Right. Yeah. A lot of them are from the marginalized backgrounds. That exactly. That love to have be there. Um, and it's just, yeah. Yeah. I think and I really- think I'm just talking to someone who is, like, very open or accepting of the fact that, like, these spaces are, like, not just white, but, like, rich white kids because those are the people that can't afford to go. Mm-hmm. And um, doing more outreach, too. So, like, it was great that it was in Texas and, like, I was, like, in Texas, you know what I mean? And so it's, like, it wasn't super easy for you to come, but it was easier right. than it would be if it was in Dublin, you know? Yeah, no, so, like, I'm not going to Dublin, y'all. Um, so, like, but also, like, trying to figure out ways in which we can reach out to, like, find those, like, Dallas Potterheads of color and be, like, this is the thing. Because we were getting dinner and there was a woman who was, like, working and she was, like, looked, I had on a... um a wolf star shirt and she was like yes that and she didn't even know it was around the corner yeah. and she was like by the end of dinner she was buying her ticket for the next year and like <laughs> yeah i like, mean yeah outreach is kind of like because i think on like it's it's people who can't afford to do it but also people who just don't know because they are not in, you know they're fandom yeah. adjacent like i didn't know the was a thing until robin was like i'm going to leaky and i was like cool like what's that you know what I mean like because it's just not on our radar because that's not how we that's not how our relationship with the books that's not a part of it um so like yeah I mean for me I'm just looking forward to like like this like every year it feels like it gets bigger and there's like more of us there and like more visible and so next year I'm just really excited especially because there's two and like I'm just really excited to kind of roll out and like for folks to to like submit programming um, for us to, you know, have all the panels that we'll be on, but also for people like in our community that we've kind of built to also submit their own programming and like bring their voices to the places, to the space as well. Cause I just think that that's like, it's the most, I, I want to be able to not, I want to not be able to go to all the panels that have like something like related to ours. That makes sense. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. I don't want us to be the only originators of like the, of, people the, of color content the, yeah 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 like i want to be able to be like oh shit they're doing this thing over here i can't go to that but that sounds lit i'm doing some other panel that's like totally different but still like people of color centered and like not somebody like robin doing like not robin doing it or you know well, what that's i mean rude because i want to do all of the things <laughs> well i just mean like i don't want to i don't like this this time like we all the panels that like 
like there yeah. were panels that we were on that were separate, but and that we were like double booked or whatever. So I couldn't see any of your panels that I wasn't on like personally. But just like it still feels like a BGC panel if like you're on that one. Yeah. And I think yeah. I should illustrate that to anyone who like if you're listening to this podcast and I'm like this I'm like whatever I mean, but I'm sure Byron <laughs> and Robin are with this too. Who anyone's listening to this podcast and they're interested in submitting a panel, but they just don't feel like they know the structure or they're not familiar with like how like what they need to do to get things um, accepted within the con. Like we are here, like we were uh, hit tweet us, like listen because I chat with us on the Slack or whatever. Like we're willing to like go over the methods that we've used to get things accepted in the past. So don't feel like you don't have a support structure because there is definitely a support structure here. Always here to be on your panels, people. So if yeah, you're and a panel also and you're like, oh, I don't know who's you gonna have, be on them. Yeah, you, you got you got the team. We are here to like it's not and just it's always great to just like all yeah here to be on yeah. your content and like to sort of spread out the BGC universe um, and like help you feel less alone. The BGCU. <laughs> and also if you I'm, I'm also thinking like if you're like I want to go but I don't want to go alone remember Danielle you're not alone you're not, you're not. you'll get there you're and you'll we're, we're there alone. and it's not a, it's not an underground it's not an underground flu network like we're, we're very above surface <laughs> oh yeah you'll oh yeah see you'll see us rolling right. um, we're cool it's, you just it's very clear and yeah. come up to us that's it and all of and I feel like all of Wiki is like that too. So I want to say the things that I'm looking forward to in the next two is more, more, more growth, more color, more all of that. I want to be on more panels with Maggie. I want to be on more panels with Abby. And I want to like talk more shit about Herbert. And and I think I want to meet people who are First, uh, the other thing I'm looking forward to is uh, some better music. I was just about all. to say, Ooh, um, I've already, I want a I've DJ. already, I got friends. Like somebody hit up a DJ. I'm just, I've, I've already, DJ. I've already put that in my talking points for my postmortem with leaky staff. Like I, I will be bringing it up. I was talking to someone about. There's a lot of considerations. They wanted some songs that you could like, you know nod your head to but then also definitely leave the dance floor and go get a drink for and go to the bathroom and like that kind of That's stuff what a DJ but is Spongebob is never that <laughs> but yeah like I think more panels with Maggie more panels with Abby I love Maggie can we just shout out that okay never mind maybe for people who aren't familiar <laughs> with who those are that could be oh. a little helpful yeah Maggie Brevig um, at Muggle Brevig on the Twitters and I think on the other things I think those on the are, She's in our bonus episode about magical governments. Like, yes. Back in I met January. her and can confirm what Robin says. She's great. She's literally. I love Maggie. She's literally like the. So I had a mini breakdown before the ball and I was like, fine, I'm going to go to the ball. I will find Maggie. I will get my hug and I will go home. And that is what I did. She is just pure Patronus fuel. And Abby is a part of the Hufflepuff help desk. Actually, the, the entire Hufflepuff help desk yeah. I am in love with. They are all amazing. I think um, like that I could always spot Janae at the Hufflepuff help desk. And I just always was like, let me stop by and say hi to Janae. I love also love that called, it's not actually called the Hufflepuff help desk. It's just called the help desk. But everyone oh. who is on the squad is a Hufflepuff. Oh. And, and it's not called that. Outfits? They just are Hufflepuffs. <laughs> they should and they call coordinate it that, their outfits. It's very it's it's like, wonderful. It makes they should call it that. 
I mean, we call it that internally, but, like, you don't have to be a Hufflepuff if you want to, like, volunteer for the help desk. Like, it's not a requirement. It just It's just how it happened. Just to look at yeah. the job. But it would be, be really cute. It's a cute branding. Like, yeah. like where yeah. are you going to go if you need help? To the Hufflepuffs. Like, it makes so much sense. That is what it is. All of them were just really, they're all really lovely people, obviously. Hufflepuffs who help people. Like, it's in the branding. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they were just, like, they're all, like, they are the kind of people that, like, definitely were the people when I first got there um, in Burbank and L.A. Being, like, that made me be, like, okay, there is a space for me. I have to, like, I have to move some things, some chairs and, like, you know, like, change the floor pan a little bit and do some feng shui. But, like, we, I can thrive here and, like, we can all thrive here because I, I saw those people and they were always very welcoming and very lovely. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Just more of that. More, 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 more. I'm looking forward to more diversity. I know we've been talking about diversity a lot. Surprise. Um, but not even like, not even for me. Like, I'm glad that like Leaky BSU is here to, like show up and I do hope that keeps growing but outside of me like I even though I'm a mixed black native just woman of color and that that comes with a lot of marginalized issues and whatnot I still feel very privileged in a lot of ways like I'm straight I'm cis I'm able-bodied I mean I I, I didn't word it well but it came up on um, the Wizarding Social Safety Net I talked about how I have anxiety which yeah that's something that I struggle with and it's been a lot worse in the past and whatever whatever and it's hard to see representation there but as far as you know mental health (laughs) disorders go like it's one of the most visible I want to hear from people because it's important as allies to be able to hear other people's perspectives and I just want panels and just more people on panels that don't look like me like I want to hear more about disability I want to hear more about um different gender identities like I just want more and I think things are heading that way but like I just I just want more (laughs) more 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 and I want more people that feel like they have the spaces that I feel like I now have I will also say though I wasn't able to go but the Spoonie meetup um, and I don't, if you don't know about spoon theory, it's a theory about like, it's for like dis- disability and able-bodied mm-hmm. or yeah, that Google spoon theory. Cause I'm not very articulate about it. Um, but they, the spoon spooning meetup got a lot of really positive reviews and someone from the help desk was saying that like the amount of people that were like complimenting the accessibility at LeakyCon, and, like, there's a lot of things that go into that, you know what I mean, depending on where they are and what the the venue is and what city, like, you know, but if accessibility is something that you're worried about, I will say that out of all of the conventions that I've gone to, like, Leaky and Mischief Cons in general do really care about that and are really thoughtful about it, and even if you have an issue, they will work with you. It goes back to the Hufflepuff help desk, like, they will work with you, and, like, that should not be something because it was like you said, Delia, like something that always worried me before too. And like when I just had my year of yes of like, I am going, I am going to bring all of my anti-anxiety meds and I am <laughs> scheduling my 3.5 panic attacks. Like I'm just putting them in the <laughs> yeah, that's how I was like, feeling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 
Uh, but I was like, but I'm going to go. And there are quiet rooms. There are things that you can do and that, and like places that are there to like help make it doable. So I do want to see more people and I want, if anyone listens to this and like, that's something that you're worried about, like, again, you can reach out and talk to us about it. You can reach out to the um, help desk about it, but like, don't let that stop you from, from coming. I just like to point out like how, I mean, there's a couple things, but like one thing was like on Twitter, how someone tweeted at y'all about one of the panels that you had that had, um, it was like, had the visual like audio, like it was like, it was the creating Voldemort one. Yeah. Yeah. And like those are those are tools that are that are available that people are utilizing and they're like cognizant and if more that people are, are aware of like the like ability to like use those kind of tools the more people, it'll be useful so if the squeaky will gets the you know get the, gets the grease the more people who talk about it and ask for things the more that it'll actually like be coordinated I believe um, and along the lines of like like uh gender like in gender representation i know that if you thought like aj i know from the harry potter alliance it's what like i just know that every panel that aj was on like if you follow aj around and the people that aj's on on panels with like and like go from there those are a lot of really good gender diversity and like queer kind of panels but yes we do always need more but just like if you're looking for a place to start that'd be a good place to start um, and then I believe um, one thing I would like to see more of that I didn't mention earlier was youth. I would love to see more like 11 year olds like Lily and yeah. uh, just like teenagers in general leading some of these panels. Because yes. sometimes I feel be like awesome. we kind of like like we are like we're the millennials. We're the ones who grew up on this stuff. We are the Potter generation. And, and um, don't you forget it. So, yeah, we're going to like we're leading a lot of the charges on this and we're leading a lot of the panels. But I think that like. We had like just like Lily like was an example of like we like really need to hear more from people like who have like a different perspective like you're growing up in a different time you have different things as references and you're thinking of things in a different way and so I'd really love to see people younger people leading some panels next year. Yeah, it'll be a good way to like keep the con going forward by like giving power to the young people that we were slash they were when they were creating this con and stuff, you know. I mean, really we will, because we will be here 20 years from now, Obviously. at least on yeah. 30, Where are we going? Where are we? running around, but, like, also, we'll be tired, we'll be faster. <laughs> right. It's like, we will <laughs> be on all the panels, but we can't be running around putting up <laughs> devil snare. I'm going to need 30 minutes between each panel next <laughs> right. 20 yeah. years instead of, tw- yeah. instead of 15. Also, shout um, out to our devil snare room, because it was... It was like, Bro, that, was, that was good. It was. I was good. supposed to get in. Actually, have a panel in there. Did all that work? Didn't get to. I had I had one panel, and I was like, I did this. Yeah, it <laughs> it was I just want to know that was like the most um, heavily reviewed room that I heard from people in passing. They were like, Have y'all been to a double snare room? I was like, oh, My friends yeah. did that. Oh. Yeah, they so did. It. We we got in there, and they had one thing. We saw one piece of like greenery, and so we were trying to be like real like conservative and then um sierra who runs programming was like well we have more and there was a box that we just didn't see and she pulled out those bags and we were like oh it's going down <laughs> we had them like winding around the microphones we it had them on the, it was so little, good. Uh, the speakers and like yeah it was fun it's um okay fun. so let's do mvp and binged who is y'all's MVP? Leaky BSU is the MVP. Um, yeah. It's what I'm most looking forward to in the future. 
being an introvert who can sometimes in the right spaces be comfortable in being extroverted um I'm obviously happy to be at Leaky in general and sort of make a space there and use my voice there etc etc make new friends and stuff but like the introvert in me is just like this small circle of the people that I could always come back to at the as you were saying Robin at the end of the day and not you know have to be on but are still like comfortable and still happy and still like charged up a little bit it was really great and I just want to hang out with you guys like all the time but you all live so far away so I'm looking forward to hanging out with you all the most next time because friendship and Hufflepuff are just you know And, like, obviously, um, like, making new friends is part of that. Like, we didn't know Danielle, and I was just like, we did it! We've, like, made someone feel comfortable! And I was just, also, like, busting I, in my Hufflepuff, and I was just like, let's wrap her in our arms as a group or whatever. <laughs> but what, what, she, got, she, she had one me. moment, she had one moment where Danielle, or Delia was like, you were, you were testing me. But <laughs> no. all of this damn emotion. I was surrounded by a lot of Enneagrams <laughs> 5, y'all. You can't be, like, I, I can't. I'm not about a lot of Ravenclaws, but... I like we keep talking about Danielle as a new friend, and we didn't mention, like, Ashley, and then we saw Sorellen, Amadigan, and then... Oh, God! It's so. going to start our, our wizard R&B. We got a drummer. <laughs> we just... We need everything up. else. Darren is based. We didn't even talk about the wizard team meetup. That was We didn't even talk about the meetup. Yeah, so I just wanted to make sure... Oh, yeah, Ashley. Ashley was amazing. Girl, like... Where are you? <laughs> yes, no, of course. Join think- our Slack, Ashley. We want you in the Slack. Join Ashley, Slack. We need you. We need you in the Slack, Ashley. <laughs> yes, of course. Like, I know you're listening. I feel yeah. like yes. my not my limit, but like the extension of my like introversion and inner circle stuff includes the people we met at the meetup because um, that was like a smaller group than like say the Pot of Hearts of Color thing but obviously that was you know a space that I really enjoyed too and like want to be friends with like all those people especially the girl who dressed up as Sailor Moon as a Hufflepuff I was immediately like I'm sorry I, I'm trying to do something else but I need to take your picture right now um, <laughs> so you like everyone I was texting who we... you about earlier in the day I saw her walk by like she came by my booth for a second and she kept walking I was like there's a Sailor Moon Harry Potter person here <laughs> yes. where is Connie <laughs> like I'm on brand all the time that is so on, it's so on brand for you yeah so like everyone it's and that's what I mean by Leaky BSU is just like everyone you know there's obviously the larger Potterheads of color and like all the leaky people in general that we met and made friends with and stuff but like there's a you know there's sort of that difference between like if you're in the Leaky BSU though it's just like we're like we've been in it all weekend together like all the people like Sherelle you said and Janae just like people who I feel like if I was walking by myself between panels and stuff and it's just like hey you I can go and talk to you and you're not like in this like inner wizard team BGC circle but you're someone I feel comfortable with by myself like that's more of what I want just like to be able to like walk around and be like hey you oh yeah and you and, and you and you and you and just like more of that so just like that sense of community that as we've been saying this whole time that some of us didn't have growing up in this thing that we love so much it's just like really important I also think it's, and I'm happy that's to really, have next year 
that's really great too because then it's like I really want to go to this panel no one else wants to go to this panel oh there's someone else that will want to go to this panel or no one else can go to this panel because we're all doing 80 different things yeah so like you're never you're never alone and there's always Darren <laughs> yeah. there's always Darren. yeah Darren's great he's Harry Potter Jason but he's in it just enough it, he's, he's like support. He's yeah support. he's down He's like, I will do what you crazy. And sat through those panels. He was, he was great. Yes. Shouts out to him. <laughs> Darren is an MVP for sure. <laughs> um, I want to make um, Hogwarts or Leaky BSU as well. But I also specifically would like to make Lily my MVP. Fair. Because Fair. Lily and Maggie. Um, <laughs> Lily, I'm such Maggie, a Maggie. BSU. I'm, I'm such a Maggie fan girl that it just feels gross if I don't. Um, but yeah, like those two just made me smile. And like Maggie, I knew it was coming. Like Maggie was like, again, it was like a put pin in my planner. I will smile when I see Maggie. And Lily was like a, a special surprise. surprise smile that I, I just, she was great. My MVP, I think, is just the like I guess the portions of the main fandom demographic I encountered I don't know if that's weird but like <laughs> I came in real apprehensive about how they'd react to some of the things that we were going to talk about but they were all real like throughout the panels the, the normal one for lack of a better word and the di- even the diversity ones they just came in so thoughtful and engaging and they like listened like actively listened to what we had to say they came and it was just so refreshing I yeah, just, came up with okay. notes. Someone next to me like, at Diana's Dumbledore panel was taking notes, and I'm like, "What you taking notes? Like people are taking you notes." You don't take notes at cons. That, okay. I did, but uh, I might have Not to, that, to keep up like maybe on my phone. These other I like the way she was like with a notebook and everything. Yeah, you don't have a you don't have a con. Okay, but yeah, people Huffle were so respectful and thoughtful, <laughs> and they were just. I, it was great. Like I, it was real heartening to see and made me real excited for the next Leaky Cons and whatever else is to come, whatever that may be. But just seeing that the fandom is really thoughtful and lives up to a lot of the things that are said about it, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portia? So, in true me fashion, um, I don't have one of like three ish? Well, <laughs> so Robert so three, and this isn't going in the spreadsheet, so it's all good. <laughs> Yay! Respect the spreadsheet. <laughs> I try my hardest. Put some I really do. So, first of all, I want to MVP all of the people who came to the panels. Um, they're the real MVPs. Like, y'all came through these panels and were so thoughtful, like you've been saying, and like gave us different perspective on things. And I think that. Um, like people are saying like they weren't expecting it but like it's just like and just like reaffirming how I feel about Harry Potter and like the fandom like and just like helping me like be like there this is a space I can come and feel like and just be me and be happy and not have to think too hard about like it's something about being in the like the like general like world and being like oh yeah I like Harry Potter oh yeah like I can't talk about it because you think I'm a weirdo versus like being in, like, everyone loves Harry Potter and you're like yes yes everything <laughs> um, <laughs> like honestly that's it's on par with how I feel whenever I go to the Universal world of Harry Potter like 
there's nothing to keep like that's the high that I have from that like there's no way I can like replicate that that's how I feel there's nothing on par with being a Harry Potter fan in a very Harry Potter place just that's what I want to be the same place yeah yeah one year one year it was when it was at Burbank they did a thing where everyone went and I just didn't have the funds to do that because I'd just gotten back from I just wanted to be in Orlando with everyone because then it'd be perfect and then I would just live my life but anyways back to um, so my second my other two MVPs are Robin and Bayana Mm -hmm. for creating a community space where we could all commune and be together and find each other and be each other's beacons and like we are each other's beacons within the wizarding world but then like even outside like we're just all see each other and um we had this, like, you have to build out this incredible network that when we're on Twitter and we're sharing this information, people are engaging with us because we're our beacons within the world itself. So, thank you so okay, much. Okay, Connie. Y'all are so gross. <laughs> Look at Connie's face. Like, uh. <laughs> I did it for you, Connie. <laughs> okay, calm down. I really thought my auto was clicking my video off just now because I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, one of those is going to cut me off. Being so Hufflepuff right now, but it's still I, fault, I appreciate that, though. Yeah. And, and like, Loki, my MVP is also Hufflepuffy, because I'm going to make Eliana my MVP. Aww. We good. Because we good. <laughs> because, like, that, like, what everyone was saying, like, even though she wasn't able to make it last minute, like, she was definitely there, and, like, we were, like, we when we were, um... Like on when Danielle was hanging out with us, we were talking about Eliana, and she was like, "We're just explaining her to her," and she was like, "I feel like I know her already," and like all this kind of stuff. Who's benched? Poverty. Poverty. <laughs> Girl, talk about it. So Hi. I I benched. You know, not having money is what I benched because <laughs> I like we said like we could have been here, but also. I'm like, well, how am I going to get to both Leaky Cons next year? And most of that is money, but also the idea of, like, Potterheads of color who can't go because they don't have money is just, like, a thing that we all, you know, experience, but also is a still thing that is still true. And it's just like, why can't money just, like, be better? Capitalism. And, yeah, capitalism. Capitalism might be benched, but, like, I can't really bench <laughs> capitalism because, like, I was walking the floor. So, like, you know, like, that's why right. in this it's case I'm just like poverty is benched. Capitalism is still trash, but it's not necessarily benched because I was contributing to it. I wanna bench. It's not very many people. But <laughs> it's promising. It's the people and I'm not like they're not named, but it's the people that like fight against inclusion mm-hmm. and like um you know who don't even give a chance to things like the Black Lives Matter panel, which was not at all um, supported by Black Lives Matter, uh, yeah. but and 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 who endorsed by endorsed by, by Black them. yeah, um, and who complain about things like the gender neutral bathrooms and stuff like that because those are the, the beside that along with money is why we don't see the leaky con that we want to see in the world. In that same vein, I guess. I would bench, I guess, people either in the fandom or even adjacent to it who remain complicit in those attitudes, I guess, Mm. who maybe aren't actively not here for diversity, but, you know, just aren't doing the work, I guess. 
Ooh, spicy. You know, I mean, you know, I not. I do not disagree. It's just <laughs> it is what it is, and I mean, I we're talking about Harry Potter fandom specifically, but it exists in most nerd culture. But being that we're talking about Leaky Con and the Harry Potter fandom specifically, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Yep, you're right. Uh, <laughs> um, so I just want to do an honorable mention that I totally forgot to put in my MVP. I'm sorry. Um, so this remarkable Ravenclaw. I forgot. I just, like I forgot. I didn't forget about it, but I forgot to like mention it earlier. Um, and this is why I should write my notes. This is why I shouldn't prepare for things, guys. Like this is why I have to write things down and then have to print them out and then have them somewhere for me to read because I forget. That's the thing um, about Ravenclaw is you think we're yeah. just like real smart. It's like no, I got no, too I, much I, up I, here. ADD man. <laughs> like I just like it's a lot going on. Anyways, um, so this remarkable Ravenclaw, um, that was at Dublin last year, and I can't remember if I saw her or not in passing. Um. When I was at the HPA booth, I saw her walk by, and she had a Ravenclaw's diadem on her backpack. Mm. I was like, I have to know where oh, this yeah. came from. I love the Ravenclaw diadem, and like, it's like everything to me. It's like it, it symbolizes like everything. Like honestly, it's like an identity thing for like being a Ravenclaw, and like all the things that are tied to that, and like the like founder like story and the Grey Lady story. So it's like a lot. It means a lot to me. And um, I asked her about it. She's like, I got it in a loot crate, and it was, like, limited edition. You can maybe find it on eBay. So I was like, okay, goals after LeakyCon is to look it up on eBay, see if I can find it. And um, I kept seeing her throughout the con. And then the final day of the con, she came by the booth, and she was like, Portia, you had such, like, a, like a guttural and, like, like, the most, like, excited, enthusiastic um, reaction to seeing, like, to my diadem that I've ever seen. Like, just to, like it seems like this belongs to you. So I made a decision. I'm giving this to you. This is yours. Oh, I love Lady Khan. Awesome. Also, also I, sorry, I have another special uh, MVP. Um, Delia's dress. Was that Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, that was yeah. Saturday. Yes. MVP that shit. Right. <laughs> Very magical. So I'm benching people who act as gatekeepers and know they're acting as gatekeepers and decide to act as gatekeepers. Like, there's no reason why things can't be more inclusive. There's no reason why more people who read the books shouldn't know about this con. And, you know, part of that, you know, is just like maybe like it's just not being disseminated in a certain, you know, in every all these avenues. And maybe there's, I guess, like libraries. I feel like that's one thing, place that I really... That's where I went frequently as a reader who read Harry Potter books, and I never really knew anything about any cons. Um, so, like, in a solutions-oriented mindset, I'm just like, I want as many people to be able to come as possible, and I think that the more people who are working towards the goal of getting people as many people as possible to these cons, especially when they're being two next year in two different regions, I'm hoping that people... Um, think about the ways and just in general in the world right like there's so many different things that you think you don't think you have that much power um, for like regardless of your like your title and your job role and your status and you don't really think about like how you may or may not be acting as a gatekeeper so I challenge everyone to think about that and to evaluate ways they can be better about opening the gate for others y'all are also like 
deep and stuff. I bitched the AC in the con- in the convention. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that, <laughs> was a good thing. that shit was but that shit was oppressive. <laughs> it was so very oppressive. Like, are you serious, bro? Why does it have to be at forty degrees? I thought that we there's legit escaped winter. And I packed for like I packed for. Hot ass Texas. 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 Yes. I and then it I was wasn't like, even that hot in Dallas. So then, like, you really don't need the it AC on that high. Out of nowhere, which it never does during the summer. And then they had the AC cranked up like it was 115 outside. It was. Are you serious, bro? Right. <laughs> oh, oh, I need to bench the convention center for the food situation. Oh, yes. They ran out of food, y'all. Like, people they were. On the first day. At noon? On the first day, it was just like, well, I walked over to that area, and they only had pretzels. So we avoided that area, went to a different food thing in the convention center, walked in, and the shelves were barren. And then we walked across the street to this, um, like, Tex-Mex place, and there was going to be, like, a 20-minute wait, and then the bartender wasn't taking looking at us to take our takeout order. We had to go across the street again to a hotel, and we tried to get sandwiches, and they were, like, $7 sandwiches that were not that good. They were cold. They were freezing. Like, Literally they're still in our pre- they're still they're still in our hotel. Well, hopefully they're not still in our hotel room. <laughs> <We're just laughs> the like, like, thank you all for joining us for this con recap that I knew was going to take two hours because it's five of us <laughs> and we are who we are. Um, follow, you can follow everyone on Twitter. Connie's at Contact Twenty Four, which you should probably know already. And she Portia is at. <laughs> Portia underscore Obvi, and then Delia's on Twitter at Delia Dumbledore. And on Wednesday, we will resume our regular schedule, and we'll be discussing Chapter 19 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Elf Tales. Um, so read and follow along, and join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Same as always. Thanks, y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>